Welcome to episode 63 of the Toadstool Boardroom for the week of October 11th, 2023. My name is Logan Plant, and I'm joined today by Chris Shriver. And the man who gave me the my biggest laugh of the week so far, Justin Corais. Hi, Justin. <laughs> my week has been a success. Hey, everybody. Okay, so we'll start there. I, I teased it, so I have to talk about it now. Uh, but I'm a hard guy to make laugh with something that's in writing. Like, I look at tweets or in games, it's hard to make me actually laugh out loud. I'll think things are funny, but I don't always necessarily laugh out loud. You do that that exhale from your nose. Yeah, that, uh-huh, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I do that a lot. But Justin made me legitimately chuckle this week <laughs> because he put out a tweet which was saying, oh, what's the... What was it? What's the prettiest looking console? Yeah, what's the best looking console of all time? That was my challenge to everybody. Come up with the best looking console that's ever been released. And Chris Chris responded with Chris. Explain what your pick was for this. I I can't remember the fellow's name, but there's a guy on YouTube that uh, he, like within a week of the PS5 coming out, took it apart and then made like a handcrafted wooden case for it. And it like it fits into like any living room decor, and it's like the most beautiful it's thing beautiful. I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. And Justin on Twitter responds to that saying, "Leave it to you to have the most extra but not wrong option possible." And I thought that was just <laughs> the most brilliant description of Chris that, that I've is, ever heard. That that is basically my exact understanding of Chris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never con- thought about yeah. it. It's put into words and, beautifully. Yeah. And that was that was literally the day that I I took what was a triple monitor setup and changed it to a single 48 inch 4K monitor. <laughs> OLED monitor. Right now? That's what I'm using right now, yeah. Oh. Nice. And I was like, wow, that that has never felt like it uh would hit home as much as it <laughs> would have like this week. So extra. Yeah. So that yeah. was brilliant. But speaking of Nintendo console designs. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. We're going to talk about our favorite Nintendo console redesigns, but we got some other stuff to get to first. Namely, this is episode 63. Next week is episode 64, and we're doing Toadstool Scrambles coming back, the top 10 Nintendo 64 games of all time. We're going to rank them, and we're letting you help out with our starter list. If you email us, toadstoolboardroom at gmail.com, or send us a message on Twitter at toadstoolbr with your top three Nintendo 64 games, you can help impact our starting list for our Toadstool Scramble on next week's show. So you can help us determine the 10 that will start in the top 10, but maybe not finish in the top 10, because that's how we rank things around here at Toadstool Boardroom. You guys excited for top 10 Nintendo 64 games? Honestly, I had the best time last time we did the scramble, so I'm just looking forward to the chaos of that. Yeah, I'm I'm tremendously excited to see. I'm I'm very interested to see what Justin picks as a notorious N64. Wild card. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it, too. So, yeah, help us out with our starter list. Send us your top three picks before Wednesday. October 18th, we record on Wednesdays. So if you get them in before Wednesday the 18th, you'll help determine our starting spot. I want to give a quick shout out to Trent94 over on Apple Podcast, who reviewed Toadstool Boardroom last week. Trent gave us five out of five stars. Thanks so much, Trent. And wrote, this podcast was recommended on a recent episode of Nintendo Voice Chat on IGN. So needless to say, this has become one of my new favorite Nintendo-related podcasts. I'm slowly making my way through episodes from this time last year, and I love the diversity of topics you all bring to the table. I enjoy the weekly episodes to feed my Nintendo appetite. So keep up the great work, guys, and I look forward to future episodes. Thanks so much, Trent. Thanks, think he's Trent. listening to Odell right now? Maybe. You know, I just want to go on the record right now and say, Trent, I'm giving you five out of five stars. Oh, nice. Hey. Nice. I wonder if Trent was born in 1994 with that username. Probably. As as someone with a username. I'm giving Logan Christ one out of five stars because I've just turned to dust in old age on the spot. <laughs> oh, I'm one out of five? That's a shame. For now. Oh, well. I'll try and turn it You can earn him back. It's like Mario Party. We're just going to bestow some randomly as we go. You'll be fine. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I won a game of Mario Party by two coins over the weekend. It Whoa. Really, yeah, it was a riveting. Wow. Game. Buzzer beater. Absolutely. It came down to the last mini game. We knew whoever won that would have the bonus or the coin. Those tied. are always like that's like a World Series event. Yeah. Whenever those those <laughs> games happen, like you're right. just, your heart is yeah. just pounding. It was it was awesome, though. And that made me want to play Superstars with the boardroom. we got to make that happen. That's where that yeah. came from. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. 
Well, listeners, we just read that review from Trent over on Apple Podcast. If you want to help out the show, leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Like we said last week, it doesn't have to be five out of five stars, but we do appreciate the good ratings and all the feedback that you can give us. Okay, let's move on and talk about something last week. Justin wasn't here. This was the game that we own the most copies of. Chris and I went through some of our picks, Super Mario Brothers, Sonic 1, a couple other ones we talked about. I want to hear Justin's picks since he wasn't here. For yeah, I've got two that I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you a Nintendo and a Nintendo. Oh. Um, not, and these are going to be the least surprising picks of all time. The Nintendo one I have the most of, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. I've got a okay. Super Nintendo copy. I've got the Virtual Console copy. I've got the Super Nintendo Mini with that on it. I have some that I found on the internet that are accessible from my computer. I have that game everywhere. I adore A Link to the Past. Uh, it is a game that I can sit down anytime, anywhere, be at any spot in that game, and immediately plan to have the best time. So that's my, my Nintendo pick. My non-Tendo pick, equally unsurprising, is Mega Man X. I have, again, I have a cart of that. I have the, uh, so within the last couple of years, because uh, there's been multiple re-releases, I have the Mega Man X collection on Xbox. I also bought the collection again for myself on my Switch so that I could have them on the go. Uh, if they release that thing again, I'll buy it again. I'll, I'll, I will buy that game as many times as it takes for them to finally make a new sequel. When, what was the last Mega Man X? Eight. And it was not good. <laughs> yeah. yeah have you played is, the uh oh go ahead Mega Man is just like woefully underused i was gonna say like we had that 11 comeback that was already like five years ago and yeah you know what's funny sense. i'm i'm not a big Mega Man fan uh i i prefer the x series significantly more and i do like the Mega Man zero series as well they're a little bit more of kind of like an open world ish take on the 2d action platformer they're really hard which i don't mind um, they have a little too many, like too much mechanics in terms of like different weapons and upgrade trees and things like that. So I don't like how convoluted they get, but they're really good. Uh, and they do tie into the main X story in like cool and interesting ways, but I'm definitely an X purist. Chris, were you also, before we move on? I, my one last thing about that, uh, command mission. If you ever get, get a chance to play that on the GameCube, excellent RPG. Nice. Never heard of it. I can't, I can't yeah. imagine that, uh box art i don't know why um, Man mission. i'm gonna have to go look that up um have you tried the link to the past pc port that they put out a few mm -hmm. months ago there's a native no. there's a native pc port where like you can do like literally anything you want to it now um 16 by 9 like is fully supported uh like crank the frame rate like it, it's just weird stuff that it's like really in a super nintendo game um no but i will say it is like it is one thing i haven't done yet but at some point i want to like go down the rabbit hole of like getting they call it a digital pc copy and one where i can play the lost uh television content yes yeah, yeah yeah i haven't done that myself uh before but i'd love to do it yeah, I would love to do that at some point. Yeah, there's so many games that were just on the Satellaview that are lost. There's F-Zero content that was there. Yeah, yep. but Zelda would be a good one, too. They should bring that stuff back. They really should. Put that on Switch Online, Yeah, that'd honestly. Be awesome. That'd be awesome. Dozens of people would care. <laughs> That's right. There, 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 there would be tens of us in line to get our Satellaview boxes and uh, let it go. No, I, I, think I think people would show up. New classic Zelda content, new classic Super Nintendo content. I think people would care. We oh, got yeah. a couple listener responses about the game you own the most copies of. This comes from Kelly, who says, The game I have bought on the most platforms is Streets of Rage 2. This is the game that came from Genesis, which I played endlessly with my brother when we were kids. It was my favorite game for over 20 years. I also got it on one of those mini Genesis consoles that came out a few years ago, but it sucked because the sound was all wrong. If you know the game, you know how important the music is. I also have it yeah. in the Genesis collection on the Switch and the 3D version on 3DS, which is pretty great. Any Streets of Rage love? Yeah, I I, I mean, I like beat-em-ups in general, uh, and so I played those back then. I liked them quite a bit, and I will say, as much as I think that Super Nintendo is a much better console than the Genesis, I, props to the sound chip aboard the, the Genesis. That was a, a very, very good chip, and like some of the quality of music and sound effects at the time were fantastic. Yeah, that is like the way to play Streets of Rage, if, yeah. uh, if you can play it on that or an FPGA system. Um, yeah. I've heard Streets of Rage 4 is very good. I've not mm -hmm. played it myself. Um, but yeah, uh, I think 3 was the one I played the most with my brothers. Um, good franchise. I'm glad it came back. 
I'm Agreed. just not personally into beat-em-ups at all. It's just a genre that's never really clicked with me. And that that might be a generational thing because like when I, think when I was it was it was like they were the ultimate, especially for licensed games. Like the best ones were the beat 'em ups. Yeah, that and like weirdly enough, it is one of those uh, types of games where if you do play it with a with a fight stick, like it does really elevate the experience. Like I don't even think it's from like a, a nostalgic pr- perspective. Huh. Maybe it is, but like when when Shredder's Revenge came out, like I remember playing it on the Steam Deck and being like, "This is fine." And then as soon as I busted out the fight stick, I was like, "This is so <laughs> much more fun." <laughs> The most extra but not wrong answer. Play yep. up Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and then this next response comes from Kurt, who writes, the game I own the most copies of is definitely The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. That game made the biggest impact on my life and really turned me into a gamer. And after all these years, it's still my favorite game of all time. I have my original N64 copy, the special N64 gold cartridge, the 3DS version, and both GameCube versions. I want to track down the Japanese versions next. And I saw the Nintendo 64 Japanese version when I was in Japan. I almost bought it, but the box was super beat up, so I didn't grab Mm. it. Yeah, and part of my space now, management. Logan, I know you're a big Ocarina of Time fan. You oh, yeah. you mentioned that you, you play through it regularly. Have you played through the Master Quest? I never have. No, mm. my sister has. I watched some of it. It's pretty crazy. I'd like to play it through some. Yeah. Yeah, because they just totally remix the dungeons, if you don't know. This was the what this was the pre-order bonus with Wind Waker on GameCube at GameStop, and you got a copy of Ocarina of Time with the Master Quest, which was a totally shuffled version of the game. I have not played it, and they've never really... They brought it on the Ocarina of Time 3D yeah. version, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a yeah. particularly available or accessible thing. So it, it would take some doing to to do, but that could be a fun one. Yeah, people like, have God, man, I really am extra. People have exported that ROM from uh, the GameCube release. So if you want to play it on an N64, you totally can. That's cool. Not, not yeah. wrong. <laughs> not wrong. Extra. I'll I'll shut up. No, no, we love you, Chris. It's nothing bad. It's just yep. every we, time I do it now, it's we love that like, about you. Oh God, <laughs> no! We're just no. gonna point it out every time now, and it's gonna yeah. shatter you. <laughs> <laughs> it is already like the third time this show. I know. We're <laughs> not even that far in. I know. <laughs> it's so great. Bad. These are things I don't know about, so it's great that you're oh. sharing them with the listeners. Yeah. Why do I have all this useless information? It's fine. That's all why we love you, Chris. Useless at the end, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. I know so much about Wii U peripherals I don't need to know about. You sent me a... Did you, did you get <laughs> it? It was gone. It was gone. Aww. Chris sent me Do an you Amazon have listing today for the oh, Wii God, that. U pedometer. And then my response was, I listened to a podcast about that this week. Why was I listening to that? See, we all have our stupid things. It's you would, Yeah, the, the fact that you were listening to a podcast about that is the most on-brand Logan thing I've ever heard. So that <laughs> yeah, is such a yeah. perfect fit. <laughs> yeah, I just see. Yeah. Yeah, we all got our things. Uh, Kurt also writes, the only other games I own multiple copies of are the Ori games, which I own physically on Excellent Xbox, games. then bought again mm. when they came to Switch. I very rarely double dip on a game, but I absolutely love these incredibly... I'm sorry, I'm laughing about the Wii Fit pedometer, not about Kurt's answer here. Uh, then bought again when they came to Switch. Uh... I was so excited when they came to Switch that I had to make an exception. Love the show. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Kurt. I need to play the Ori games. They're big missing Same. spots for me. They're so good. They're shockingly hard, but the music is amazing. The I would say the the visuals are outstanding. If you're gonna if you're gonna play it, like make sure you spend some time looking at, the, at your Switch OLED screen in particular to see like the vibrant colors and things like that. Uh, I I love them. I th- I think they're some of the like better additions of like that respective genre we've seen for quite a few years. Yeah, they are gorgeous. I have played a little mm-hmm. bit of the first one, never gotten super far in it. And yeah, the art style is undeniably good. Yeah. Okay. Who, which one I've done a two person show with each of you recently. And on one show we were talking about has the other person who's not here played this game that neither of us have played. Does that I know what it was. Okay. It was I listened, you. I listened to that episode while I was mowing the lawn on Friday. Oh, um, nice. You guys wondered if I had played Chrono Trigger. Yes. And I have yeah. not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so it is totally missing for all yeah. three of us. That's yeah. surpri- I'm surprised neither of you guys have. That's, yeah, that, that's a weird miss for the three of us. Yeah. 
That uh, that is on my list. I mean, it's been on my list for how many years now? Mm-hmm. Um, it it was yeah. one of the games I was gonna play after Earthbound, and I'm still playing Earthbound. Um, so someday I'll play it. But cool. Yeah, one yeah. of us has to. That's totally missing on. If we ever did like a Super Nintendo greatest games list, and that wasn't on it, people and that's omitted. Yeah. 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 <laughs> people would be angry. Those We'd have to turn in our ones. Nintendo cards. Yeah. Yeah, mine's in the mail. I got my renewed mine. Nice. actually my ambassador certificate i still have that yeah. on my 3ds i've been transferring that around for the last <laughs> yeah those are the listener responses thanks for sending those in for the games that you bought the most times let's move on and talk about super mario brothers wonder a little bit because the final previews are out the game comes out next week we won't be talking about it next week since we're doing our nintendo 64 episode and we won't have it yet so in two weeks from now will be our big mario wonder review episode but i did just want to point out a couple things from the previews that are going up at outlets like ign and nintendo life which is i've seen multiple comparisons to the charm of the 3d mario games like super mario odyssey or the creativity in those games and i called this out specifically to justin who has been saying for months this is what he wants that that has the hidden exits and secrets like seen in super mario world and guys the more that's coming out about this game i'm getting extremely hyped for it I think it's going to be pretty huge. Justin, what have you thought of some of these previews? Yeah, I feel the exact same way. You know, uh, you guys may recall, I was actually pretty lukewarm on it when we first saw it. Uh, Our initial look at it was like, okay, cool. Another 2D Mario. It's not new, but it's like another new one. And then like, it's it's just every time I see it, every time I hear more about it, it sounds more and more like what I want out of it. Um, I was very pleased with uh, what we played when we previewed it at PAX, but also we didn't get a chance to see a lot of these other layers of exploration and things like that like a lot of what makes super mario world in particular really stick with me is the way that you would get to know like every square inch of levels because there were so many secrets and there was reasons to go to every square inch of levels like not just where like like a yoshi coin was or things like that but like there might be something weird or strange that takes you in a weird direction and the idea that this could potentially do that has me exceptionally excited um this has become one of my most hyped games of the year after being something that I was extremely not thrilled about. And if it can even come close to what I feel like is the potential of this, I'm going to love this game and probably be the first 2D Mario that I've really, really loved since Yoshi's Island. And speaking of Yoshi's Island, that's actually another one that on a podcast I heard a comparison to of somebody that played this. I don't remember what show it was at the moment, but it was they were basically saying that it's each level's kind of its own theme, which is another thing that's very like Yoshi's Island was. Mm-hmm. Every level has kind of its own mechanic and its own gimmick that you don't necessarily see again and that the Wonder Flowers do that in this game. And that's a really cool concept to me. I think that that's something that Mario 3D World does exceptionally well is every level is kind of its own flavor. And just hearing, yeah, that the charms of the 3D Mario games are in this game, that's huge to me because New Super Mario Brothers especially just doesn't even feel like it's in the same zip code as the 3D Mario games. Oh, yeah, exactly. Pretty much anything. So to hear that some of those sensibilities are coming over to a 2D Mario game, that's going to be huge. I think it's going to be awesome. What do you think, Chris? I think there's a good chance that this comes out and uh, it's it's a bit of like a hold my beer moment for Nintendo where everyone's like, <laughs> wow, Tears of the Kingdom is incredible. And it's like, all right. How about this, you know, the new hotness of Mario Wonder? Mm-hmm. Um, no, I have a feeling that this is going to be, like, the next thing that I play pretty consistently for the next, like, decade, honestly. Um, you know, we we talk about how there are there are just those games, like, going back um, to Super Mario World and, and different titles like that. Um, and you do it time and time again. Um, but between the badges that they're having, they're integrating into this game and all the different abilities that they're going to have... Um, and just the diverging paths and things that are going to be hidden. I think it's going to take a while for people to find everything. Um, considering how much development time has gone into this, like I really think that this is going to be one of those games that just has a lot of uh, a lot of meat on the bone. Um, and if you're like a diehard Mario fan and you're really into finding all the that type of content, like this could last you for a good long while. Like you don't necessarily you could pick this up and probably not get any of the next few switch titles that release and be fine. Um, cause most of them reports anyway. Um, but I'm also excited Not Mario RPG. You got to get it. Cause Justin said so. Um, I was going to say that one. I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> give me the eyes. Um, 
Oh, what was the other thing I was going to say? The, eh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Are you, have either of you gone to Target yet to play it? It's the same demo I think we played in Nintendo Live. Mm. So I didn't. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of going like media blackout on it, honestly. Um, the Friday it comes out, I've taken off of work. Uh, my wife nice. and I are going to a pumpkin really? patch and then coming home. And uh, that's all we're doing for the day is just passing the baby back and forth and, and playing Mario. So um, that sounds awesome. I'm like dedicating like a whole weekend to this. I'm very excited about it. <laughs> yeah, it's I think, yeah, it's just going to be huge. I keep saying it, but you mentioned the badge system. I think that if there are collectibles that you can only get with a certain badge or if there's secret exits, you need to have like a triple jump badge equipped to get to. That would just enhance the replayability like crazy. I can't wait to see what speedrunners do with this game and with the badges. Yeah, I think that it's one where when you look at it, like looking at Justin's first impressions, it's easy to think, well, that's just similar to the new Super Mario Brothers series. But then if you look at what new Super Mario Brothers U actually looks like compared to what this is looking like, yeah, they're totally different. And I cannot wait for it. I think that, yeah, Chris also kind of alluded to this, looking at... Tears of the Kingdom and Mario Wonder is the new Breath of the Wild Mario Odyssey. Yeah. They totally just repeated it from 2017. If this, I mean, reviews aren't out, we don't have the game yet. We'll see. But that's kind of what I think we're looking at here. Yeah, I'm excited about it. It, it feels like it could be spectacular. Yeah, I think so. Wonderful, maybe. Ooh. Hey! Yeah. He did the thing. Be doing that. Everybody get him. Get him. Yeah. He did it. <laughs> Speaking of Mario, we got a question from Tanner ahead of the release of Mario Wonder, who says, Hi, Toadstool Boardroom. With the release of Mario Wonder this month, what is your personal favorite 2D Mario game and 3D Mario game, one of each? My personal picks would be Super Mario World and Super Mario 3D World. Nice picks, Tanner. I love both of those. Picks. I bet. Justin, you want to go first on this? No, <laughs> because you know I can't pick between 3 and World because I my, my opinion changes all the time. Yeah. So I think as of late, I'm back on the Super Mario Brothers 3 train. Okay. And it's because of the variety of environments and enemies. Like, each world has a totally different theme, which is not that unique, but the way that they, like, play that into, like, the various, like, monsters that you encounter, things like that. Like, the giant world, where they're huge. Like, that's really cool. That's really fun. And, like, in a lot of especially some of the newer like 2D Mario, Mario games, it feels like a Goomba is a Goomba is a Goomba. Here there's like, there's giant ones, there's regular ones, there's flying ones, there's swarms of tiny itty bitty mini ones that like impede you and water varieties of Koopas and Hammer Brothers and Boomerang Dudes and Fire Dudes. Um, that, the amount of variation and spin they, they put on what by that point are pretty familiar formulas, I think is genius. And the fact that entire sections of levels will be hidden behind blocks that you have to have a special item to open. And you, there's a one part where you go on a little boat to various islands with bathroom houses. And that's never a thing anywhere else. Uh, it's it's so much imagination. Um, I, I have to give it to that. Nice. That's a great pick. I, I love the art style of that game, specifically the NES version, because growing up, I had the GBA remake. The mm. Super mm. Mario Advance for Super Mario Super Brothers, Mario 3. Brothers Three. Great yeah. title, great Nintendo. name. By the way, it's a fantastic sequence of games. But that has the Super Mario All Stars art style to it, which I was honestly never huge on, even as a kid. That's worse. Before I was a critic of games at all, I, I didn't really like it. And then playing the NES version on, uh, most recently on Switch Online, I just love how that game looks. The yeah, much better. Colors look really nice. Yeah. I love how Mario looks. Yeah, the character models are better. Yeah, the sure. flicker. Mm -hmm. It's got a lot of flicker in it. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, Chris, what's your two D pick? Two D pick is is Super Mario World. Uh, like no hesitation. Drunk. Yeah, uh, I love that you can play that game in a way where like you can either have a run where you're going for the Star World route, or you can go through the whole. You know, I'm gonna hit every level, um, try and get all the the Yoshi coins and everything like that, or Dragon coins. Um, it's it, it's a perfect game to me. Like I don't know I don't know what what else I can say that hasn't already been said about Super Mario World. Um, but the fact that I can still go back to it like this many years later and I still like I'm challenged by it. Um, it's not like I'm playing uh, like it, I'll, I'll give the comparison of if I play like New Super Mario Brothers U, I get frustrated at uh, the the 
the floatiness of it, just the way that it, it, it controls. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's like random skill ramps in that game or like difficulty spikes that happen. Um, I don't really feel that way about uh, Mario World. Like maybe the ghost houses are probably the most frustrating section of that. Yes. Uh, but yes. otherwise, yeah. But uh, otherwise, um, I really like the Koopalings in those games. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they were really cool at the time. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand like the the hate that they get on the internet at this point. I love it, honestly. The Koopalings, yeah. I think they're great. Right? Yeah, I think there's like just... people that people were like thrilled when the Koopalings were not in Mario Wonder, and I don't know why. That's true. I think people yeah. maybe just got burned out on them. They were in so much bang, bang, bang in a row. It was like Mario Kart. 8, well, it was like Smash Mario Kart, 8, Smash Brothers. Mario yeah, U. they were in a ton in a row. But I love those characters. Yeah. yeah. They're great. And, and now, now that we have uh, Diddy Kong in Mario Kart, you can't get mad at anyone on the roster. It doesn't exactly. matter anymore because the, the exactly. goat is back. So, <laughs> no, he's 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 a he's a ape. He's yeah, not a goat. Ape. Sorry, my bad. Is there a goat in Mario? None that I can think of. I keep thinking of the goat in Shovel Knight, thinking yes, and there's no. I don't think there's a goat in Mario. It's funny. My my first thought was Guacamelee, which has goats. Ah, that also has a goat. Yeah, that's a very good that's game. A very old goat. Yeah, there's yeah. sheep. The sheep in Odyssey, yeah, in, in the Desert Kingdom, yeah, those goats. I yeah, I struggled with my pick for the best two, or my favorite two D Mario. I yeah. think the best two D Mario is Mario World, but I don't have any super big attachment to many of the two D Mario games. I like them, but I've always loved three D Mario a lot more. So I think my pick is Mario Maker One on wii u if we're counting i wondered if that might be the case with you that's easily the one i spent the most time he's so young he is (laughs) i've played them all fine super mario brothers one is my pick that's my if 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 you guys weren't going to count the mario makers i was going to fall back on super mario brothers no we can count maker you can can count Mario. the rules yeah Yeah. Uh, we did a mario maker recently but i just love designing levels with the gamepad. I think that the art looks amazing in Mario Maker with how there's shadows on the backdrop that the sprites leave. That is just such a cool way to put those art styles in HD. I made some just brutally terrible levels that are still on the Wii U internet nice. only for a few more months. So go check them out if you download yeah, like the Wii U hooked up. The amiibo costumes are amazing. I, of course, made a ton of levels with Sonic with my Sonic amiibo. It's crazy that he is in that game and Mega Man is in that game. That's just amazing. But I love Super Mario Maker 1. But for my more traditional pick, Super Mario Brothers is the one I've spent the most time with that I also like the most. I just have the most nostalgia for it. I've beaten that game probably 30 or 40 times because it's so quick to get through, and I still think that game holds up really well. It's not as good as 3 or World, but for being the first time out, it holds up extremely well, which I think we t- Justin and I talked about on our <laughs> favorite game on every console episode pretty recently. We sure did. Yeah. 3D Mario for me is... Slam dunk easy. It's Mario Odyssey. And I don't even really think it's close for me. I think that I like the Galaxy games a lot. I don't like 64 or Sunshine very much at all. But and I like the 3D Land and 3D World games. But Odyssey just blows them all out of the water. Uh, actually, if you want to read this week's Nintendo voice chat column on IGN, I wrote all about this because they're doing a similar topic on that show this week. But Mario Odyssey is by far my favorite. I think that The love it has for Nintendo history is just incredible with the 8-bit platforming on the walls, all the references hidden in Mario's costumes. I think there's so many moments that come to mind when I think about Mario Odyssey. Fighting a dragon from Game of Thrones or Princess Peach's castle is just there, which is an amazing reveal when you discover that. Or the finale sequence, which I still refuse to spoil because it's that good if you have not played it for yourself. I just adore everything about that game. I think that... When I play Galaxy, the power-ups feel weird. The Fire Flower is timed. You have it for 30 seconds and they take it away from you. And it's just random and limited and, and, and feels clunky to me. And Sunshine's all about Flood. And 64 has, you got the Wing Cap, Invisibility, Metal Mario, but no real traditional power-ups. But the capture mechanic feels like the most natural implementation of power-ups in a 3D Mario game. Just... You capture the enemy and then you use it. And then if you can take it with you, you can take it with you as far as you need. Uh, But then sometimes you have to let it go to move on to go to the next area. I love how that all works. Capturing the stack of Goombas is hilarious. The bullet bills are fun trying to. It's just awesome how they convert all these enemies you fought for years into things you can play as. And it just all feels really good. So. It's awesome. I also cont- I also contend that that T Rex in the forest is legitimately terrifying. Yeah, oh, in the yeah, in the, like underground area. The, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it is scary. Agreed. And the soundtrack's amazing. I listened to it today 
after I wrote my little blurb for it. I was in a Mario Odyssey movement. I think that game's amazing. How about you, Chris? We'll go backwards. It's Mario Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's... I go back and forth between that and Galaxy, but I think for all the reasons that you mentioned, especially like the limited power-ups and everything like that, um, I think that Galaxy, and maybe it's just because I played it so many times, it's also just a shorter game, but it's a very easy game. Um, like, I can blow through most of Galaxy, like, in a week. Um, whereas Odyssey, I, I feel like I played that for, like, several months, getting every moon. Um, and just because there's more of something doesn't necessarily mean it's better, but... Like it, Galaxy is more about those tighter experiences, and Odyssey. It felt like at least the the tail end of that game. It feels a lot like um, when you're when you're gathering every last moon. It's kind of like grindy, yeah. um, like that. That's where it starts to fall off a little bit. Um, I feel like they gate enough content behind like moon levels that um, you like you do start to like you have something to look forward to. It's not like you're just collecting for collection's sake. Um, which like being an N64 kid, like I feel like I'm kind of programmed to do that at this point. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, it's also the closest thing to like Banjo Kazooie three that we'll ever get. Um, I'm convinced that game is never going to get made. Uh, but the fact that, you know, you have so many different, uh, characters with different abilities that you can control throughout that game is like really yeah. impressive just from a, like just game design standpoint. Um, the fact that they took the time to make all of those characters is really kind of nuts. Um, I really wish that there was, uh, even just a Luigi mode. Like I, I would have totally played that game all over again. Oh, if you could have played as Luigi. Yes. Yeah. I think that, that's all they would have done. Yeah. <laughs> um, but otherwise, like, like I'm bummed. There's no DLC. That game is very complete though. Like kind of similarly to tears. Got of balloons. Um, you yeah, you have the, world. <laughs> you do have balloon. Yeah. Balloon mode. And like some of the, the runs that people make are nuts <sighs> yeah. in that. But, uh, I mean, overall, like it's it's an incredible game. I try to not play it weirdly enough because, like, I haven't really like sat down and like played it start to finish again since I beat it originally. Um, because, like, I want it, I want it to the that next time that I do, like, when I'm really itching to play it, to feel like really, really fresh. Um, and I'm afraid if I keep playing it, that uh, it's just gonna like kind of suck the soul out of it a little bit for me. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. because it is so long, but I do like Odyssey is just, it, it's like probably my second, it's my favorite game on switch depending on the day. It's that or breath of the wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just what you said real quick about all the captures and how they made them all good to play as that's something that I always appreciated, but I think even appreciated more over the last couple weeks, the Sonic frontiers DLC came out over the last two weeks. Yes. And they added three more playable characters, Amy, Tails, and Knuckles, and they all feel bad. All three of them, I just <laughs> wish I was playing as Sonic. That's and unfortunate. There's 50 captures in Mario Odyssey. Some are annoying. Yeah. Most are good. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty remarkable. Well, and it, it's always, every time you see a new enemy, you want to capture just to see what it's all about. Yes. Uh, and yeah. you like get your hands on it. And like, you know... You want to be a T-Rex with the mustache? Cool. You want to be a planty boy who can stand up really tall? Cool. There's so many different fun things you can do, uh, including a great one at the end. A really good one at the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's still banned on this show to talk about. In case there's <laughs> even one person out there that hasn't played it. Yeah. How about you, Justin? Favorite 3D Mario? Yeah, I, I got to go with Galaxy. Um, I, I mean, I like Odyssey a lot for all the reasons that, that you guys have, have said. The, the things that I really like about uh, Odyssey, sorry, about uh, Galaxy, though, is... Um, I it, it you know it was the first time where I think the the music sounded amazing in a Mario game and that really stood out to me the quality of the visuals the really bright vibrant colors looked fantastic uh, when they debuted um, just the locomotion of how like Mario moves and jumps is amazing the feeling of like you know so waggling your uh, Wiimote and rocketing through the air is it's it it feels so good and things like the like late game difficulty when you flip to like luigi mode um keeps it interesting also the the i think the bosses really stand out to me as really cool spectacles really interesting and fun like the giant robot dude with a super long legs or when you're fighting like a weird like muddy tree guy um and and so the, it, it does so much like 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 yeah obviously mario galaxy because you're in space but it also does feel 
big. It feels like you're taking on these giant things and doing enormous things. And also, in particular, in the first one, as you kind of uncover, like, Rosalina's, like, story and hear about her, her read the book through her storybook, like, it's touching. It's, like, it's emotionally affecting. And I think it's... Um, kind of unique in mario games that way I, I i as much as fun as they are like they're you know not designed to be like heavy story things and and that would really like that like that that one will really like tug at your heartstrings a little bit uh and and so i i i think that's impressive i think the lumas are adorable and i love shooting star bits at them and spinning them every chance i get uh honestly just talking about it makes you want to play galaxy again right now uh that game is is a heck of a game and i will say you know that's a great one to to play with like kids and things like that because you can give them like a second controller they can shoot star bits and hold monsters and uh running around you know all the way around planets is just fun doing like long jumps and orbiting planets is super cool um right i'm kind of amazed that the hardware could like support like how much physics how much physics calculation must be going on behind the scenes to, to make all that happen so i like i like galaxy a lot yeah i like galaxy also i like galaxy 2 more i mm. think that i i it's been said to death i really wish that was on switch i think that's a yeah. phenomenal game that i like it a can't bit more be than the first one. why can't it be because yoshi requires too precise of controls and the joy con is terrible I wait. Do you actually think that, or are you just saying what people? I do think that. Oh, I think that's why they, they. I think that's why they never did it. I, I think, think that's it's why they, they never did it. I don't think it means yeah. they couldn't do it. No, that they would, could. It's just people would be like, "This game isn't as good as I remember it being," and it's because the controls aren't as good. Skyward Sword was better. The motion controls were great on the Switch version. So I wish they would do it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't play Skyward Sword using the motion yeah, controls. I used so the controller. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I used the motion. Which actually controls. made it a much better experience for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will say, pushes up glasses. I have been playing Galaxy 2 uh, through Dolphin on my PC <laughs> nice. with the controller. And nice. that controls really well with the right stick as the pointer. Nice. Well, they could just do that. That's basically they what they could. did in Zelda. Yeah. I'd love to see it. Yeah. That and 3D Lander. The only ones not on Switch. I guess technically... Sunshine's not anymore since they delisted it and Galaxy's not anymore. But yeah, you can still find copies for that. It's starting to go up though. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but prices yes. on 3D All-Stars are starting to go. I'm not surprised. Up. It's happened. It took three years, but yeah. I still have a sealed copy. Nice. That's yeah. it. Here's the gold mine. <laughs> the, the retirement plan right there. That's yeah. right. IRA, who needs that? I got yep. Mario, baby. <laughs> I will say, I think in a month, my favorite 2D Mario will be Mario Wonder. Just from what I played at Nintendo Live with Justin and what we're seeing, I already think it's going to be my favorite one. I really do. So I'm looking. Forward I, to that. I can see cracking my top three. Yeah, with the other the two juggernauts you said. Yeah. 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 I, I can see it sliding right in with those. And hey, if it pushes up, that sounds great to me. Yes. Yeah. I don't think you could ask for much more because Mario yeah. Three and Mario World, those are untouchable games for people. So if this is in that or near that tier that's a pretty great game i yeah. can't believe this is happening like i can't believe we're a week away from this game and it's like people are talking about it this, way. <laughs> this is nuts yeah. it's gonna be great yeah, yeah. and then Sonic i'm extremely excited is next week anyone care anyone care which is Sonic also reviewing pretty well oh are reviews coming out for that famitsu put out oh, i think nice. they were the first ones that put out their review they gave each of them so i think it's four reviewers yep, right total mm -hmm. um they gave it an eight each of them gave it an eight oh, okay okay strong yes. that's pretty good yeah that's great i'm looking forward to that one a lot not as much as mario but i do love some sonic so i'm looking forward to that i will say i mentioned the sonic frontiers dlc it is on switch it's a free update people on the internet hate it because it's rudely difficult it is mean mm. it is oh, poorly wow. designed it is just it's it's rude to you straight up i love it so much because of that like the platforming is insanely unfair at parts there they ask you to pull off things they never teach you to do and that you'd have no way to know how to do unless you just figure it out and that's what i that's what i live for so i adore it most people hate it but it's there if you want to try it it's free the free dlc although i got to a boss rush where you have to refight every boss in the game with no recovery items available to you and that might be my breaking point i don't mm. think I can do that it's not it's no longer respecting my time. It wasn't respecting me as a player earlier, but now it's not <laughs> respecting my time. So I don't know if I can put up with that. Did I tell you about Skyward Sword? Real quick, so spoiler alert for Skyward Sword if you've never played it. I'll give you a minute. Okay. Um, 
when you get to that section where you can do the boss rush and okay. get the Hillian shield. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that whole thing and I got to the point where it was like, do you want the shield? And I hit B and then I had to do it all over. No! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That's brutal. That Wait, was, and I was like, I have to do it again. And I did, but I was just like, I felt like an idiot when it happened. Yeah. It's yeah. Not you know, I love, painful. I love that boss rush mode. I wish that was it it is pretty good. games. Yeah, it is fun. Because it is, it's a shame you don't get to like really see those again. Mm-hmm. You know, there's Zelda games. Yeah, yeah. The 3D remakes added it for Zelda, Ocarina and Majora, but yeah, I wish that yeah in the original. Yeah, I wish that was just a standard feature. Yeah, that'd be nice. And hero mode from the start should also be a standard feature. In yeah, games. yeah. There's there's a couple that it's not, and you have to beat the game to get it. And yeah, that's not fun. At that point, yeah. in some game. games, it's apparently just not going to come to. I, uh, I'm still heartbroken over that. I really. <laughs> Not the no DLC, but just the no master mode, because I was ready. I was ready to play that game again. Mm. I'll just make my own master mode. I'll just be naked the entire game. There you go. That'll be, that'll be the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, in-game or? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> uh-huh. I, I could tell he was sitting on something. I yeah. could tell. Yeah, yeah, that look in his eye. I was like, Ooh. I'm going to let him just take this softball and <laughs> yeah. go with it. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about our favorite Nintendo console redesigns. This was inspired by the PlayStation 5 news from this week. If you didn't see it, they announced the new models of PlayStation 5, the slim models. They're not officially called that, but that's what we're all calling them. And they're a little bit smaller. They have The digital version has a detachable disk drive, which is kind of crazy cool. But I, otherwise, I think the console is ugly. I'll say it. I think it is, looks bad. It has that ugly plastic like hair clip stand to, to sit on when it's sideways that looks bad. They sell the vertical stand separately. So you have to buy that if you don't want this little flimsy plastic stand. It's half glossy, half matte, which baffles me. I can't stand glossy things. Half glossy, half matte. Yeah, that sounds terrible. PS4 was too. Was it? Oh, yeah, yeah the original. The, the original one, one was. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I, ha- I got a used one and the glossy part was all scratchy because that's what happens. Yep. Glossy things. Am I alone here, or do you guys not like this either? I hate it. Okay, I've, okay, I've I always know if I was hated like it. Off base it's no, it it's always been a terrible looking console. It's like I I like my PS5 just fine. It looks terrible. It's always yeah. looked terrible. It's too big. When you stand up vertical, it looks like Dracula from Hotel Transylvania, <laughs> and now it just looks like a mini version of it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like if Kaiba. if it looked significantly better in a redesign, I might be tempted to like double dip. Nah, I'm good. I'll pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just, it's not even cheaper. It's five hundred dollars. No, still. no. Well, and, and for the digital one, it's more expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to add a disc drive to the digital one, you're buying the most expensive version of that console that has ever existed. And the stand. Yeah, <laughs> and if you yeah. I appreciate them having an like an option for somebody with buyer's remorse, though. You know, because you know, there's people out there that got the digital, and then they saw some game on sale, and they're like, Ah, if only I spent a hundred more dollars, <laughs> I had a disc. Would have been fine. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a, the, this redesign's an L. Yeah, it is. I don't understand. Okay, I don't want to talk about PlayStation too long. I don't understand <laughs> why it's not just one skew, just the digital one, and you can buy the disk drive. Why? Because the fiz- the one with the disk drive is just the disk drive attached. So why are they doing that? I don't know. Because at the PS5 launch, the disk one and the diskless one it was nearly impossible to find the discless one. They was just way less manufactured of them. We'll see how they handle that here. I think yeah. it's a weird choice. I, I don't have it. an answer for you. Yeah. I feel like that makes a lot more sense. It's weird. It would also, a lot yeah. of people might pick up that one and then be like, oh, I don't need the disc drive. And then they've done their job. Which would be in Sony's favor. Exactly. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. It's very weird. Yeah. Anyways, those redesigns did not do it for us. And then Justin put out a tweet that, was what led to the the joke we talked about at the top of the show. But what's your favorite console look? So let's talk strictly Nintendo consoles and talk about our favorite Nintendo console designs and redesigns. So you can highlight a couple. Justin, I'll throw it to you first. Yeah, so I think, in my opinion, the best-looking console of all time is probably the all-black Nintendo Wii. 
Um, it had the the blue trim of the light. Um, uh, I think it it looked really slick. It's a compact package, especially laying on its on its side in a little cabinet. It's subtle enough, um, but the like honestly, I always thought it kind of resembled Dark Suit Samus to me, uh, uh, especially when the the, the describe w- was lit up. And we and any it was funny. Anytime there was an update, uh, I don't know if you guys recall when it had an update, it would pulse, it would blink. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and, 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 or if you got a message, yeah, and, and it just had this like threatening aura about it. It's like, oh, I better update this before it eats my cat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we need we need to get on that. And so I I think like through all the history of any video game console, I think that's probably the single, just in terms of the box, best looking one. Did you guys know? So here's probably here's some of my useless info. Chris was talking about his useless info. Here's one of mine. Did you know that the Wii? The original skew of the Wii, the lettering was for it to be placed vertically, where it says power and eject and reset. It's written so that if it's standing up, it reads across. And then when they launched Wii Family Edition six or seven years later, they switched it so the lettering was when you had it on its side. So there's two nice. different versions of Wii's out there, one that has the lettering like that and one that has the you, <laughs> So you have to buy the right one based on how you're going to have it oriented. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's my piece of useless Nintendo info. Because it bothers me on the one, the original Wii, Does it. when it's on its side, and the, the it just you can tell it's on yeah. its side. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing that that was always awkward when you had it on its side, if you had one of the original ones with the GameCube ports, was having all the wires go like into the side of it and like pull that like <laughs> tight bend. Uh-huh. Yeah. How many times were you at someone's house and they had their Wii on their side, and it was upside down, and then you flipped it the right way? Zero. <laughs> It happened to me like at least five times. <laughs> like I remember, I re- nice. Yeah, Chris. I remember Chris. A, a what 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 making that observation and flipping somebody else's console to fix their entertainment center. Not wrong. Pretty extra. <laughs> <laughs> it comes back around again. Well, you know what part? You know what my thought process was was the if you. This is deep cut. If you had an original Xbox 360 mm-hmm. and if you tilted it while a disc was in it, oh, you would you would get a perfect ring on yep. the disc. I did and that. It would, it would ruin that disc. Yeah. Knocked one over so, while the game was running. My first copy was like, too human. Yep. So anytime that happened or anytime I saw a Wii like that, I thought that that was going to happen. And I was yeah. like, you shouldn't play your games. Like- <laughs> <laughs> that's very nice. That's very nice of you. It wasn't OCD at all, I swear. Yeah. Not wrong. No. Chris, you have a console you want to shout out? Uh, My favorite... My favorite design is the GameCube. I just think it's, like, so silly and iconic. Um, But in terms of, like, design to... Are we doing redesign yet? You can do either, yeah. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. So, like, redesign... um, I think the upgrade to the Game Boy SP was pretty revolutionary at the time. I think now as a, a man with giant hands, uh, it, it is less revolutionary. <laughs> um, and then I would say uh, the 3DS to the 3DS XL or the new 3DS XL, like just that whole, that whole evolution uh, was pretty remarkable. Like by the, the time we got to the thing at the end of that whole generation, um, mm-hmm. you know, they finally figured it out like three skews later. Um, the same could probably be said about the DS. Um, like the DSi XL. Yeah, DS to DSi is a really good upgrade. I think yeah. we peaked at DS Lite. I like the DS mm-hmm. Lite more than the I DSi. like the DS Lite for Game Boy Advance. Yes. But I really like how big the screen is on the DSi XL yeah. for DS games. Yeah. I think the hinge is more unreliable on the Lite, which is something that yeah, got better with that could be. The hinge is yeah. horrible on the DS Lite. Yeah. yeah. I love the th- new 3DS XL also, except it's glossy. If it was matte, it would be perfect. Which the smaller size is. The face plates are matte, which are nice. That might be my favorite. The new 3DS standard model is gorgeous. Mm. Yeah. I think what Yeah, I will say there are a lot more choices in the handhelds in terms of like redesigns because the Game Boy series has had so many iterations. Yeah. I think two of the more forgotten console redesigns are the NES top loader, which just is the weirdest thing. I'm so glad you said I hate the way that thing looks. Yeah, and the honestly, is weird too. I do I have whatever. I love the way the NES looks. I think it's a really cool looking machine. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it looks. It's so light. Mm-hmm. It's just so hollow. Not There's not a lot in it. In there. And have you ever opened one? No, it's it's a <laughs> lot of empty space. 
Yeah. Well, and and I will say, at least for me, like something about the front load and the push down, it feels more powerful. It feels like more deliberate, like you're doing something you more technically control. impressive. Uh, yeah. yeah. The top loader, the controller, if you haven't seen it, it has these weird, it's kind of the half step between the NES and the Super Nintendo controller. It has these curved edges and the buttons are angled instead of side by side like they mm. are on the original NES controller. But it's a weird machine. Yeah, because this came out after the Super Nintendo was already out. This NES top loader came out in 1993. So, yeah, it's, it's weird. Or, or a year before. Same time in Japan. Something like that. You know, it was the same time as the Super Nintendo. So it's a weird machine. And then the Wii Mini is the other super bizarre machine. It's another top I hate loader. that thing. Yeah. Dude, I didn't even know that existed until I was looking through this uh, article that some cool guy made you uh, know what once it, upon a time. It doesn't have Wi-Fi. Nope, no Wi-Fi. There's no Wi-Fi chip in it. They 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 took it out to save on cost. So like the 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 Wii shopping channel just didn't exist on it. Yeah, and you can't play any games online. Can, Can you, you hardline to it in person? No, I, I I saw it at the store. Yeah, yeah. Well, Justin, you know, I said you haven't seen it before today. Yeah, my grandma has one of these and plays Wii bowling on it to this day. Oh wow! So Hell that yeah. is who it's for. That is who yep. this thing is for. And. Yeah. My childhood friend's little brother bought one because he he his parents didn't let him play online games. So he had no reason to buy the Wii. So he just bought the Wii Mini because it was cheap. Wow. Yeah. So those are the, I've seen it twice, which is apparently way more than the average human has seen them in the wild. Yeah, it's a weird one. Uh, my they came is, out like very late in the Wii oh, life yeah. cycle. Too. 2010, yeah. 20. Yeah, it was late. Something like that. Yeah, it was in Canada first. Which is bizarre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the GameCube is my favorite also. That is just from the controller to the box. I love how the controller plug is the same color as the controller. I have always just loved that uh, because you can easily tell, hey, who's what player just by looking at where they're plugged in, which is super cool. So that one's easily my favorite. And the Switch OLED. I think that thing's amazing. It's absolutely gorgeous, both docked and inhaled. I love how that thing looks. I love the design. I don't actually love the default off-white color. Um, I like like the the special editions. I think are far superior. Yeah, yeah. Any like other ones white. you guys want to shout out? Oh, good. Um, so I I did want to say as I was thinking about this and people were throwing out the, the ideas like as much as um it'll permanently burn your retinas and give you migraines. Uh, the Virtual Boy is a very cool looking machine. Um, I I think it it like whoever did the like X external design aesthetic nailed it 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 looks advanced high tech um i love the the two-tone uh red and black look of it the controller is actually very comfortable yeah for really? it um yeah like it's them. really it's actually not bad um it's just so god why am did i not require it? three hands like an n64 controller no it didn't um i gotta i gotta lob another one up there so if you <laughs> have you if you have an oculus quest uh, or an Oculus Quest 2, uh, you can download a Virtual Boy emulator, and then like yeah. if you have ever wanted to play any of those games, That's uh, awesome. you can play it on there, and it's like, like it doesn't burn your eyes out because it's not, it's not a laser yeah. <laughs> shooting into you. Like, it's an LCD screen. Yeah. Um, I actually played a couple uh, different uh, games that way. Like, I, I have a Virtual Boy, but every time I play it, I literally get a migraine, so I don't play it. Yeah. <laughs> You have a Virtual Boy? I don't know if I knew that. I have a Virtual Boy in the case. That's awesome. Like, like with like one of those big blockbuster cases. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. I'll, I'll have to take pictures of it. I'll send it, send it to you guys. It's uh, it's pretty cool. It's just, yeah, every time I use it, I, like, I'm out of commission for the rest of the day because, like, <laughs> if I play for more than 30 minutes, I <laughs> just got, yeah. got to go lay down in a dark room for a while. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that's that's crazy. Not everybody's that way, but I don't know. It's yeah. something about that. Uh, it, would, it would devastate me. Uh, it would, uh, Yeah. And then the last one I'll shout out is I think the 2DS XL is amazing. Uh, we got the uh, Zelda yeah. edition in my household. Amazing the looking shield? Little, uh, handheld. The Hylian yeah. Shield? That's yeah, so we got the Hylian Shield. Now. That one's yeah. crazy. Oh, that's awesome. That's a good one. Yeah, that's this, one this is my retirement plan. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's one where I don't like the standard editions of it, but think the special <laughs> editions are gorgeous. The standard one, it has this weird color scheme on it. Perforated cover. It's weird. Mm. Scratchy. I don't know. It just it feels like the budget model, but the yeah. which it was, but the special editions, that one, the Pokeball one, they're awesome. Yeah. They're super cool. What about the original 2DS? Anyone have one? An original 2DS, the wedge? I've always nope. one and one. I never got it. The doorstop. 
Um, there was a Zelda one that was brown and green uh, for Black Friday one year. I always wanted to pick that up, That's but I, I never got it. Yes. Oh, you have it? Nice. I bought it on Facebook Marketplace this year. I, I, I just saw it for 40 bucks and grabbed it. So yeah. Does it feel like... What? It's been a while since I've held one. Like, is it is it really small in the hand, or like, are you like I should, would rather play something on my 3ds, or like, have you actually played something like for a significant amount of time on it? Yeah, I played Mario Kart, which really uses the shoulder buttons, obviously. And yeah. it's, it's more comfortable than the small 3ds models. The curved shape of it could be all right for that. Yeah, it's not bad. It's yeah. not bad. Yeah, it's weird. It's a really weird device, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Last call. Any other ones to shout out here? Panasonic Q. Any others? <laughs> you. Yeah, those are the best. Uh, our favorite Nintendo consoles. I love the Game Boy Pocket also. I think that thing is super cute. Oh yeah, man! I like the I Game Boy Light. Yes, yep. that was just Japan, right? That didn't come. That was Japan only. Yeah. Fun fact. Where's, where's the Game Boy Micro stands? Yes. I, I wanted one so bad. I still want one. Yeah. I want one too. It it's wildly small like it is it is a tiny device it is not an ideal thing to actually play on (laughs) no it's not yeah yeah i don't recommend playing anything on it for a significant amount of time cool um so fun fact i met this is like 10 years ago now janet wozniak who is steve wozniak's wife wow she has uh the astro boy she carries it with her all the time it's the astro boy game boy light because the two of them, when they go on flights together, all they play is head-to-head Tetris with a link cable. <laughs> and they still play it. Amazing. Wow. Okay, yeah. that's cool. That's yeah. a great anecdote. Nice. Yep. I will say, I we're coming near to the end of the Switch life cycle. We haven't gotten a super weird Switch. The Switch Lite's interesting, but it makes sense. You can wrap your head around the Switch Lite. But yeah. the 2DS, the Game Boy Micro... The Wii Mini, just these weird things. Who would want these? We haven't gotten that yet. And I don't think we're going to. You know what they haven't made? And I kind of can't believe it. There's actually, uh, Macho Nacho just did a video of this on YouTube uh, where some he mods it. Uh, they haven't made just like a standalone uh, like set-top box where it's like plugging, like almost like the PlayStation Vita TV. Like you mm. plug in your cartridge and like you just play Switch games on it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have a display. They haven't done that yet and I'm kind of surprised that it, they never yeah, did. They, they haven't made like their ultra cheap $100 edition right. of it yet. Yeah. yeah, I could see that like two years from now after the new... The year after the like, new thing? Yeah, the new, the year after the new thing. I could totally see them doing that but yeah, not right now. Bundled with Mario Kart and... Tears of yep. Kingdom. And yeah, you can play this on your TV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could totally see that. Okay, let's move on here to our last topic, but send in your favorite Nintendo console design. Toadstoolboardroom at gmail.com. Last up, just a quick bit of news. This is Lego Animal Crossing sets were announced. They're coming in March of 2024. There were five sets announced. We've got Bunny's Outdoor Activities for $19.99, Cap'n's Island Boat Tour for $29.99, Nook's Cranny and Rosie's House for $74.99, Isabel's House Visit for $39.99, and Julian's Birthday Party for $14.99. So this is kind of a new foray into Legos because we've seen the bigger, more adult-focused sets, the Question Block, the Bowser, and the NES, and we've seen the very young... Mario sets that kind of have a more Duplo look than Lego look. This kind of splits the middle. It reminds me of the most of the Lego Friends series, which is just little vignettes, little play sets, tiny houses with the minifigures. Chris, what do you think of these? I actually don't know who these are for. Um, okay. Like, I, I, I know a lot of adults that, like, in conversation have been like, oh, man, I would love Lego Animal Crossing. And, like, don't get me wrong, there's a very good chance, like, these could sell like hotcakes and I'm, I'm totally wrong about this. Um, but outside of like a six to 10 year old, that's really into animal crossing. I don't see a lot of adults picking it up the way that they have a lot of the Mario series, Lego series, Legos that have come out. Um, I'm bummed that there's no museum and I'm bummed that there's no KK slider DJ set. If there was, then like, yeah, those will probably come in a second wave, and those I I could see myself getting like if I had the room for them. Um, I think these are fine. I I'm not necessarily like I'm more excited about the minifigs than I am the sets themselves, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um, 
none of these have me like, oh my God, like I can't wait to to see what this is like. I can't wait to build this and like have it on display like I did with like the question block and the Mario or the, and the, the Bowser. Yeah. Um, the, the, I think the, the museum and the, the, the DJ set are the two that I think a lot of people would be like amped about. I think Nook's Cranny is cool to have. I'm just not impressed with that set. It's very small. They're all very yeah. small. They're not big sets. They're yeah. not big sets. They're for the play set aspect rather than the display and right. touch again. Yeah, right. Right. That form of like, what do you think of these, Justin? Here's my uh, Lego NES right here. There you go. Justin gets uh, it. Nice. Yep, I do. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're not for me. I'm not a big uh, fan of uh, Animal Crossing. Um, and like the, the, the sets don't have the complexity to engage me. They also don't. They're not museum pieces, uh, which is what really appeals to me about a lot of the things that they do. Um, and so, well, honestly, they, they kind of almost resemble... There's a, a, a like Lego Friends uh, series that they have um, that it, it kind of feels more like that. So, yeah, really limited appeal to me. Um, compared to something like the Piranha Plant, dude, I would do the Piranha Plant right this second. That thing is Absolutely. rad. Yeah, we totally... <laughs> I think that happened the week of the Direct. We totally missed the Lego Piranha Plant, so I wanted to bring it up now. It's coming out next month on November 6th for $59.99, and I knew this one would get you guys much yep. more excited. This one's cool. Absolutely. Way better. Yeah. Yeah. And so so what, what do you think about these sets, Logan? You going to make some Lego uh, Tom Nooks? No, I'm not. I'm not. And my girlfriend's super into Animal Crossing. I love the series, too, but... Yeah, you guys nailed it. They they just don't do it for me. I think that yeah. they are for 10-year-olds. I think they are to play with. Exactly. And that's what yeah. Legos, that's a huge market of Legos, obviously. They I guess play. some kids also like Legos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have leaned in more, I feel like, in recent years to the ones that we like, the display pieces. That well, we they like. have money. Because they, they know who's got the disposable <laughs> income and yeah. will drop yeah. figures. I'm not Even if we're going to be more for sets. About it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, okay, so here's my question for the both of you, though. All right. Um, if you got to pick the next Nintendo Lego set, what would it be? I want a game. I know you. what. Oh, oh, a GameCube would be say. awesome. Like that. You, yes. Just use the same mold as the question block because it's the same <laughs> shape. <laughs> I thought they were going to run through the consoles. Because yeah. there's an Atari one, there's a Pac-Man arcade one, there's the NES. I would have loved if they had run through some of the... Not everyone needs one. Yeah. Lego Nintendo 64. Meh. But Lego GameCube? That would have been sick. That's yeah. what Lego GameCube would be pretty rad. What did you think I was going like to say, Chris? I thought you were going to say the Blue Falcon. Blue Falcon, yeah. Oh, Blue... Dude. Okay, like, but like a big, like, luxurious... Yeah, like, like a giant... Like, yeah, because like they, they have the... Like when they do the cars and things like that, like a really yeah. detailed Blue Falcon with like... You could open the hood and see details. How cool would that be? I know I'm a Star Fox hater, and R-Wing would be awesome. And R-Wing would be it rad. Would be. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Because I grew up building Star Wars Legos. That's the ones mm -hmm. we had the most of at home. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. And R-Wing would fit right in with those. That would be so, cool. What are your guys' What thoughts? about you, Chris? Um, Immediately, my mind goes to Samus's gunship or That's it. Samus's helmet. First one that occurred to me. That or a Metroid. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude, a yeah, Lego Metroid or Samus's gunship. Yeah, man, I would, I would, I would kill to do one of those right now. And, and like, like a, a big, like a big detailed piece uh, that I have to uh, promise my wife I can expense or something before I buy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Wonder if anybody's. Oh yeah, people have built it. It is wanna... great to see just Nintendo and Lego doing more collaborations. It's such a good partnership. Yeah, exactly. It's it is such a good partnership, and I think it's it's one that is just so fan serving. Like, it, like th this this doesn't feel like a cash in. This feels like them like literally giving the people what they want because people have been making these things out of Legos forever. And like, uh, you didn't get a chance to see this, but like, you remember that giant moving Bowser from Nintendo Live? Like, it's it's so fun to see these things translated into that, and like the Lego. Uh, I don't know. Are they Imagineers? Is that a Disney thing? I don't know. The people who design these things are brilliant. Uh, and um, I would love to see what what sort of Easter eggs you could have. Give me a big Ridley with like moving wings that I can like hang off of strings behind me or something like that. Um, there's so many things Nintendo could do that I hope they keep going. Yeah. Animal Crossing does make a ton of sense for a collab. And if I'm trying to fit the franchise with Lego, this is a good way to do it. I think yeah. this fits just like the yeah. Mario play sets fit that brand very well. The NES fits 
what we got from that very well. This makes sense for Animal Crossing. Yeah, I, I also feel like like if they did enough more sets where you could do like a full village, um, you could do something there. Like you could set up a cool display in like a like a window box or something with a, a whole village. That could be all right. Um, but yeah, uh, um, I would also not hate a giant Goomba. <laughs> Get 2,000 brown pieces cool. <laughs> and have fun. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Amazing. Also, the, the Super Mario set started as just for kids, and then mm-hmm. we got the Bowser. So you, yep. maybe yeah. there will be a big museum. There may be some potential. Down the line. Yeah, you never know. But it's great to see. I hope we do see more. Zelda minifigures would be awesome. Those would be a lot of fun to have. Right. Um, yeah, it'd be so expensive. Though. Well, that one set leaked a while ago, right? Yeah. And we haven't seen it yet. I, I don't know how real that was. I thought it was fake at the time. Like, yeah. I would... I would right now build a Lego Triforce that lives right here. That would be one hundred percent on my backdrop. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, you but like, your... it's not the same thing if it's not an official set, though. I like that's it. yeah. And and again, you they do such a good job with the little details and little touches and little Easter eggs and things like that. I would I would love to see what they come up with. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right, that is another episode of the Toadstool Boardroom in the books. We're a weekly Nintendo show here on Thursdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you like to listen to your shows. Remember, next week is episode 64, the top 10 Nintendo 64 games of all time. Send in your lists to toadstoolboardroom at gmail.com or at toadstoolbr. I'm only I'm going to give you points for the first three you send in. If you want to send in your whole top 10, go for it. But for contributing to our list, make sure the really important ones are in those top three. I can't wait to duke it out toadstool scramble style next week with you guys. But until then, you can find Justin online. Where at? Um, uh, on, t- on Twitter at K-O-R-E-I-S. Also keep an uh, eye on the three-letter video game website. On Monday, I should have a review going up for a game that will be on Nintendo Switch. Ooh, nice. Tee- and nice tease. And you can find Chris online at? Thrives93. Hashtag JW Shriver trending. Hashtag JW Shriver. Get yep. it trending. And you can find myself at Logan J. Plant. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. We'll catch you next time right here in the Toadstool Boardroom.